right, everybody, welcome back to a Politics Weekly special. Uh, today we'll be going over the first U.S. presidential debate. Uh, tonight, uh, the Republican nominee, President Donald Trump, who's hoping to uh, win the White House once again and beat the odds again, uh, went up against his Democratic challenger, former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden, in a highly anticipated and potentially historic debate, uh, which will uh, define uh, the election. Uh, tonight, I have uh, a regular guest and political analyst. He, uh, he worked for, uh, on the, the 2000 campaign for then-Governor uh, George W. Bush. He also worked for New York Governor George Pataki, Mr. Jeff Cleary. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you, Noel. I'm happy to be here. So let's get into the basics. All right. Uh, how do you think, uh, who, who do you think won? Geez, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it was a back and forth, and, and, and I don't mean to, to, you know, take the tone, but I, 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 I think the American people lost tonight. Do you think that this debate changed the race in any way? That's a great, that's a great question. Um, I do. I do think it, I, I do think so, and I, and I think in some ways it may have hurt both candidates. I think there are people out there who have changed their minds, and 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 I I don't know if it's fifty fifty, but I I I think there are, you know, we're 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 talking about maybe a six per six percent six point. I've heard the number six point one percent being independent, uh, left out there undecideds, um, and I I think it was changed. I I I don't know if there was a game changer, maybe three percent three percent. So. Joe may have lost three percent and gained three percent. Trump the same way. I don't know. It 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 was it was it was a pretty tight fight. Um. Now we saw tonight. It was very heated. Uh, between it was both bo- bo- both of them. Uh, probably more heated than uh, most presidential uh debates were. In my used. memory. And, and and yeah, that I think the American people are known. Sure. Uh, to to have known. Um, do you think that? Either of the candidates benefited from that? Do you think that any candidates were hurt by that? Do you think both candidates benefited? Do you think both of them were hurt? What do I you think, think? I think I think I think Joe Biden was not sleepy Joe tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I, and I think that that was something that he had to overcome. He had a, a few moments where, um, early in the second half of the debate, where he did wander and roam, um, but. But overall, I think he was cognizant, and and what Trump Trump looked very angry at times, and 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 did not want to control himself. I he was he was in control of himself, but he did not want to control. Uh, he did not want to yield time uh, to Biden. Um, I thought I thought Biden. Did not implode. Okay, and we saw during the debate one of the, you know, probably a moment that will be played on television tomorrow, uh, a, a moment that became very personal uh, when Joe Biden was talking about his son, uh, Bo Biden, and Donald Trump said, well, I didn't really know Bo, but I know Hunter, and started to attack Hunter, and there were a couple of times during the debate when Trump attacked uh, Hunter Biden for a number of things. He attacked him for being kicked out of the military. He attacked him for his cocaine consumption. 
Um, how, do you think that helped Trump? And do you think do you think it helped Biden? Do you think it hurt Trump or Biden? And how do you, how well do you think Biden responded to that? Well, I, I I think it depends on the family that you're living in, because families across America have members of their family that suffer with chemical depression or chemical issues with uh, uh, alcoholism, with drug addiction. And each family, regardless of political party affiliation, um, suffers. Republicans suffer from it. Democrats suffer from it. And I, and I think that's a, a touchstone issue, a touchstone debate that they were engaged in tonight. And I also believe that I look, I think Joe Biden cherishes his family as as I do my family, mm-hmm. Alan, yeah. and 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 defending one's son and children is 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 important. It's personal. Um I think I, I think that's gonna go beyond the party. And I think that that's that was probably a very personal moment. And it was maybe a very personal moment to many voters. Um, now, um, one of the things that I think a lot of people were expecting, which obviously happened, was that COVID-19 and President Trump's response to that was going to be uh, a big topic tonight. Everybody expected that going in. That ended up uh, being uh, what was talked about, one of the things that was talked about uh, Donald Trump tonight uh, had to defend his response to uh, COVID-19. Uh, Joe Biden, I believe his goal was to uh, fiercely attack uh, Donald Trump for that. Uh, how well do you think President Trump did re- uh, defending his response? And how well do you think Vice President Biden did uh, attacking Donald Trump on his response? I, 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 think, I think President Trump did very well in defending his record. Um it's not a record that I necessarily agree with. I would have, I would have preferred a more nationalized response to COVID, but I think overall, what the president did in terms of China and 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 shutting down China, uh, was was remarkable. And I and I do believe, as 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 Dr. Fauci has said, has saved. Uh, uh, an enormous amount of lives. Um, I think there's there's a lot of ways to analyze all this, but we have to remember that this is a political conversation and a political argument, and this isn't scientific. This isn't who had best practices. Um, people pe- people involved in solving these medical problems look at best practices. We're looking at a political response and and that's not helpful on either side uh it's not helpful for the american people now one of the uh lines of attack that uh, president trump tried uh was to link uh joe biden to some of the more left-wing uh members of his party he attacked him on the green new deal at one point he called him a socialist um joe biden uh by many people has been viewed as a moderate or sort of a center-left person do you think that um, Donald Trump attacking Joe Biden and calling him far left on that issue and linking him to, you know, sort of to ideas like the Green New Deal, which have been espoused by more of the left wing members of his party or 
talking about ideas like court packing. Do you think that that was an effective line of attack from? I, I absolutely think it was an effective line of attack, and and Joe Biden, who who has been a moderate in the party, lost that 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 stance when he became the vice president to Barack Obama, and and the and 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 the Democratic Party has drawn him far le- far left, and he has decided to go along with it. Joe Biden is is an ext- has become. A a, a a a a distant memory of what he used to be, and he is a representative of the far left. And the president may have been this finest hour that he's sleeping. The president was absolutely right to point this out that Joe Biden has just abandoned the sane centrist Democratic Party of old, and has has joined this extremist you know wing of 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 what is left of a path- of the pathetic democratic party uh and uh we saw tonight uh on social media and during the debate uh that the moderator Chris Wallace uh almost became like a supporting character uh in the debate in many ways um he often jumped in he often made re- remarks um at one point uh you know Donald Trump said to uh to uh, Chris Wallace, he said that, uh, you know, he said, oh, I, I feel like I'm debating two people here. Um, uh, h- how do you think Chris Wallace did? And do you think it was a positive or a negative that he became a bigger part of the debate? Well, I disagree with you on this one, Nolan. And I think that Chris Wallace did a great job. And, and I think, I think I, listen, I, here's the thing. I, you and I, before we went on the air, talked about how you score a boxing match. And, and I, I would say to you that scoring this boxing match tonight, the, 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 lo- the losers are the American people. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not particularly fond of the performance of either Vice President Biden or President Trump. And, and I think and, and Chris Wallace, I, I think, is a good journalist, a very good journalist. I admired his father greatly. And, and, and I, I do just, you and I will respectfully disagree with each other, something that was lacking in the debate tonight, mm-hmm. respectfully disagreeing. Um, I thought Chris Wallace did a good job, and, um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think that Trump, Trump talked over Biden much more than Biden over, talked over Trump, but, but this was not our finest hour and and I, I i for one give chris wallace uh credit for for handling it as best as he could um now we saw during the debate uh vice president biden taking a lot of uh shots at trump he told him to shut up yeah he you know he called him the worst president in american yeah. history yeah. do you think that was a good idea of, of biden do you think that worked in his favor i it didn't it didn't work in my favor now i'm not voting for either of them but 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 I, I and and Biden did that early, very early, and he was quick to do that, and I think he did that more than a half a dozen times. He took really, really poor shots, and I and I listen. It's hard to debate Trump. I I wish he had risen to the occasion. Um, no, I I think I think Biden did himself a big disservice when he did that. And he did a disservice to the country. I'm not sticking up for Trump on this. Well, I'm sticking up for the president on this. But no, I, I, I think I'm, 
I'm not sure I'm agreeing with you. I'm not sure you you posed an opinion, but I I don't think that that was Biden's finest uh, position, his finest uh, his comments on on those issues. Um, and Trump, in many ways, the president taking equally as many shots at the vice president. He said, "Don't don't talk to me about smart." Uh, he attacked him for his education. Uh, he said he was last in his class. He called him a liar. Uh, do you think that was effective in Trump's favor? And do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, well, Trump is Trump, um, and and Trump did did not let us down tonight. Uh, Trump pointed out some recent uh, revelations on Biden. He talked about uh, Biden falsely claiming to graduate from Delaware University or or attend Delaware University. Uh, Biden has a huge record of of falsifying his record of plagiarism. Um, Trump Trump called him out on that, and he, sometimes Trump called him out on that after Biden set set him up. Um, look, this is not a you know this is not a uh, a classic presidential debate. There was there was not a lot of respect here from either person for the other. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the American people. Uh, so there you go. Another big uh, issue uh, that was uh, addressed today tonight was uh, the Supreme Court. Uh, Donald Trump uh, defended uh, his choice of Judge Amy Coney Barrett uh, to fill the seat now left vacant by the death of the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, Joe Biden went on the attack saying that, of course, that uh, seat should not be filled until after the election. That was one of the first issues discussed during tonight's debate, and it was expected that would be a big issue. Do you think that, uh, do you think Donald Trump did a good job of defending his pick? Um, and do you think Joe Biden did a good job of attacking his pick? I think, I think Donald Trump won that fight big time. Not to paraphrase uh, great, the great Dick Cheney, but he did a great job big time on that issue. Joe, Joe Biden, look, Joe Biden knows that if the roles were reversed and Chuck Schumer was the majority leader and there was an incoming, the potential, I want to be very clear here, a potential, for an incoming Republican president and an incoming Republican majority in the Senate. It is laughable, laughable and embarrassingly laughable to think that Chuck Schumer would not move to confirm Joe Biden's pick. And it is laughable to think that Joe Biden would not try to push through a liberal liberal Democrat on the court. President Trump is, is doing exactly what the Constitution says he must do not should do, but must do. He is doing what the Constitution says he must do. There is time, there is precedence for the time here. I applaud wholeheartedly the actions of Mitch McConnell in, in moving forward here. You could not have picked a better person than Amy Coney Barrett. And, and, and I, I just applaud the president, the Senate Majority Leader, and I applaud the record of of the uh the nominee on on this and Joe Biden is embarrassing himself pathetically embarrassing himself to say 
that the roles would not be the same if the situation was reversed. It's laughable, and and frankly, he is doing the country a disservice. Well, another expected uh, issue that both uh, nominees were asked about uh, was, of course, uh, the economy. Always a big factor, but uh, probably more so this year when the economy is in question uh, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. We saw a very heated exchange there. Uh, Joe Biden attacked Donald Trump on the economy. He uh, he attacked uh, what happened afterwards and how there was a recession in the midst of COVID-19. He linked Trump to that. Uh, Joe Biden also, um, uh, Donald Trump also attacked Joe Biden uh, on the economy during the Obama years when Biden was vice president of the United States. How do you think that exchange went and, and who do you think came out on top? I, th- I think that was probably a draw. It depends on where you stand. But, but look, to, to attack Trump on, on the, econ- the economy post-COVID is, is, is kind of silly, frankly. And I think silly is, is, is probably the appropriate word. The, the economy pre-COVID was humming. Donald Trump certainly did not cause COVID. He, 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 his response to COVID, uh, at least from, from, you know, closing the airspace from China was effective as, as he rightly points out, uh, Dr. Fauci has credited him with saving hundreds of thousands of lives. Um, you know, every president is responsible for the economy, whether their actions cause it or not. Donald Trump did not cause COVID. The the economy is in the tank. And so he owns that economy, and that's difficult. Um, he, he kind of, he didn't cause COVID. He do, kind of doesn't, for that reason, he doesn't own the economy. And if you, and if you enshrine that with the fact that he was responsible for the miraculous economy, that we enjoyed before COVID, it's very hard to to lay lay the economy at the present day on Trump. That being said, I think Biden may have landed a punch or two because, and that is because the sitting president owns the economy. Um, now, uh, we saw Trump was stepping in uh, many times. He was interrupting. Do you think that was a good idea or do you think that was a bad idea? I think Trump? it was a very bad idea. And I think that Trump would have been better. I think the the more time given to Biden, I I I, I think Biden uh, Biden doesn't have answers to questions. Biden um, wandered a bit, particularly in the early half of the second uh, the second half of the debate. Um, I, I I think Trump tried to eat up more time, and I think that was a mistake. I would have I would have given all the time in the world. I would have answered the question and given a lot more time to Biden to ramble and to make mistakes, which he made plenty of this evening. Um, I and Trump. I I think Trump let his temper get get in front of him a little bit. Um, now, one of the things we always hear about any presidential debate is uh, are the undecided voters. You know uh, that small slice of people who haven't quite made up their mind that. Millions are watching tonight, and it's estimated tonight 
over 100 million people may have watched. Um, do you think that uh, many people's minds were changed by either side tonight? Well, I've heard that there's about 6.1, 6.2% of the population are undecided. So, you know, I, maybe, maybe a point was up for grabs tonight. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you, Nolan. And um, I, 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 I think that tonight might, might have been, might have been, again, I don't know for sure, a more solidifying debate. If you thought you were the Trump, maybe you, you heard something that really said, yes, I am definitely with Trump. And if you thought you were the Biden, maybe you said, yes, now I'm really solidly with Biden. I don't know. And maybe that brought the 6.1 or 6 point down, 6.2 down to 3.5 or 4%. Um, I don't know. I, 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 as I've said to you many times after the last election in 2016, all I know is I don't know. Now, I know uh, towards the end of the debate, there was a lot of talk about uh, election security and trust in the election. Um, do you, yeah, how, how do you think that went over? There was a big brawl over that. How do you think that went over? And do you think, uh, do you think there was a winner in that? Um, do you think there was a loser? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I don't know if there's a winner or a loser, but Nolan, you know that I, I, as a, I have, I have been in boards of elections. I have been looking at ballot security for more than 20 years. I was part of president, then president-elect, then governor Bush's uh, Florida recount team. I've seen voter fraud. It, it is laughable to me when we say that when people say that voter fraud doesn't exist or it's minimal. Um, we are looking at a huge um, uh, uh, problem in the state of Minnesota uh, by Representative Omar and a member of the of the a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. Yes, but the the squad, the yes, squad, the squad, a member of the yes. squad, and 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 it, it appears she may be in very deep trouble mm-hmm. um, with ballot ballot harvesting. Um, I I think there is a a a, a great reason to be concerned about mail-in balloting in states that haven't done it. Oregon has done it for years and has it down very well. And I don't have any fear about the outcome of the election in Oregon because they've been doing it for years. Mm. But these states, you you look at uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio and Nevada, where all of a sudden, not, not everyone can just request a ballot, but everyone is being mailed a ballot. And now you look at what's happening in Minnesota. There is a huge reason to be concerned. And anyone in either party, in either party, who wants to poo-poo the idea that fraud is not existent or there's not the potential for fraud is kidding themselves. And we should all, as Americans, Democrats and Republicans, want to ensure that there is a clear winner in the election, that the election was conducted fairly, and that the winner of the election, and I'm not only talking about the presidency, I'm talking about House seats, I'm talking about Senate seats, I'm talking about uh, uh, state representative seats, and I'm talking about local seats. 
We should all go to bed at night and know that a fair election has been conducted and the actual winner has been seated. And this, is not, this should not be a Democrat and Republican issue. This should be an American issue. And we should all ensure, be dedicated to ensuring that the elections are fair and we know who the proper winner is. There's also some, ta- uh, some attacks from both sides over remarks uh, both Joe Biden and Donald Trump made about the military. Uh, Joe Biden attacked Donald Trump uh, over a report uh, from The Atlantic that he called uh, military members uh, losers. Um, uh, Donald Trump uh, attacked uh, Joe Biden for a video clip from 2016 during his time as vice president uh, when he was addressing uh, military, a room of military members, and he said, uh, stupid bastards. Um, do you think that was helpful? Do you think either side benefited? How do you think that went over? I don't think either side benefited. I find it laughable that we're talking about a story from the Atlantic, which, which is just, you know, a, a, a machine in an arm of the extreme left Democrats. Um, very destructive uh, very dishonest publication. I, uh, I, I, I hate to, to use the term that Trump uses, fake news, but if there's an example of fake news, it's the Atlantic. Um, I believe that President Trump has done some wonderful things with the VA and, and um, has, has done a lot to correct a lot of uh, poor policies to take care of the veterans in this country. I think that the, I think veterans are being better looked after under the Trump administration. Joe Biden's son had a bow, had a distinguished record of military service, which this country owes a debt of gratitude to. I think we should all be proud of Bo Biden's service as we should of all of our veterans. Um, I'm very proud of Bo Biden's service. I am very proud of all of our military service. Uh, it, it, I, I think both, both sides, both the president and vice president, being drawn off sides by the far extremes of the Democratic Party, the, de- the extreme Democrats and the extreme Republicans, um, did not serve our military well. Uh, in the debate tonight, um, but I, I do want to say that the VA uh, and and services to our veterans have improved exponentially over the last three and a half years, thanks to President Trump. All right. Well, um, and one more question I want to talk about. One big issue that was discussed was law and order, um, and uh, and the Black Lives Matter protests. Uh, of course, that's become a bigger issue in the news uh, since uh, the killing uh, of uh, George Floyd and the protests that ensued after that. Uh, that was expectedly uh, an issue uh, afterwards. Uh, you know, Donald Trump uh, attacked Joe Biden as a radical. Joe Biden attacked Donald Trump for getting rid of a program uh, which Donald Trump called extreme. Uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden uh, attempted to get Donald Trump to uh, condemn groups like the Proud Boys. Donald Trump attempted to get 
Joe Biden to condemn groups like Antifa. How do you think that went? Do you think there was a winner and loser to either side? I I, I don't I don't know if there's a winner or loser. You know, I, I, I don't think that President Trump condemned some of these organizations enough. At the same time, Vice President Biden and the entire Democrats, and in particular the vice presidential nominee, Kamala Harris, have not only not disavowed, but supported some of the most outrageous organizations out there. And it is, it is, and President Trump was absolutely right to uh, call out uh, Vice President Biden and the mayors, the 40-plus mayors of the big cities of the United States that have absolutely failed us. And Nolan, you know as well as I do, living here in New York State and very close to New York City, the absolute disaster of, of Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo and, and, and New York City, this once proud, tremendous city, is, is, a, is a poor, far shadow of its greatness, thanks to the failure of 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 these quote unquote leaders, and 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 I think as as and and let us let me conclude with this, because I think this is important. Very early on in the debate, Vice President Biden said, "I am the Democratic Party." Mm-hmm. He took ownership of everything. Yeah, and and I give him credit for taking responsibility. Leaders do that, mm-hmm. and he took responsibility for that Mm -hmm. so let him answer for the failures of these cities who have let down minorities black minorities hispanic minorities asian minorities muslim minorities jewish minorities let him take responsibility for those he declared himself responsible for those when he declared himself the leader of the democratic party and shame on him for that that's my my final word Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again for uh, joining me. Happy to be here, Nolan. Thank you. Uh, For uh, more uh, insight on the news, you can listen to Politics Weekly. We have new episodes every Tuesday uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, uh, Join us next week when we will be talking uh, about our reaction to the vice presidential debate Uh, between current U.S. Vice President Mike Pence, the Republican nominee for Vice President, and U.S. California Senator Kamala Harris, who is the uh, Democratic nominee for Vice President. Now, here are some clips uh, from old uh, Democratic debates, or from old presidential debates. Television and radio stations of the United States and their affiliated stations 
are proud to provide facilities for a discussion of issues in the current political campaign by the two major candidates for the presidency. The candidates need no introduction. The Republican candidate, Vice President Richard M. Nixon, and the Democratic candidate, Senator John F. Kennedy. There is no Soviet domination of Eastern Europe, and there never will be under a Ford administration. Uh, I, I'm sorry, could I just follow? Did I understand you to say, sir, that the Russians are not using Eastern Europe as their own sphere of influence and occupying most of the countries there and, and, and making sure with their troops that it's, a, that it's a communist zone, whereas on our side of the line, the Italians and the French are still flirting with I don't believe, uh, Mr. Frankel, that uh, the Yugoslavians consider themselves dominated by the Soviet Union. I have as much experience in the Congress as Jack Kennedy did when he sought the presidency. Senator Benson. Senator. I served with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. Jim, uh, under my plan, I will put Medicare in an ironclad lockbox. In a lockbox, 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 lockbox. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Hey everybody, welcome to the HUD Podcast. It's the new official podcast for the Hudsonian newspaper at Hudson Valley Community College. I'm Nolan Cleary, the managing editor for the Hudsonian, and I'm going to be your host. On this show, we're going to talk all about the news on campus, and we're going to give you all the advice you need to make it at HVCC. Right now, we're living in uncertain times, and I think this podcast is going to be a great outlet to sort of capture and address the concerns students have at this time. You know, one of the things I love about the Hudsonian is that any student can join, and you can get paid for it. The HUD, coming soon to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.